Josh, do you, do you hear that? What? It's the sound of a new season of the Wannabe Jedi podcast. Ooh, that's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're back. We're back for season three of the Wannabe Jedi podcast. I'm your host, Matt. And I'm Josh. And super excited to be back. It's been a long time. It's been a long wait, but we're here. Mm-hmm. Fresh and ready to start. Yes. I'm feeling good. Things have, have slowed down a little bit. Fingers crossed that stays that way. <laughs> I haven't been able to talk to you more frequently since you got busy. So I know. I know. We're, work's, work's gotten to a manageable standpoint, so it's great. For all the listeners out there, you might notice this is a new time, new date when we're when we're launching. Mm-hmm. With schedules permitting, we're hoping to keep this rolling weekly at, uh, on Thursdays. Hopefully, that can continue. Um, but obviously, stay tuned. Yeah, we're busy people. We do this for fun, so don't be surprised <laughs> if if the dates switch around every once in a while. Yeah, Josh, with season three, I think we have some exciting announcements. Wouldn't you agree? I yeah, I agree. I'm really excited. I know we've been pushing some of this stuff back for all of season two and finally with season three we can confirm and confidently launch say (laughs) launch what launch what josh what do we have we have our wannabe jedi podcast merch i know last season we were talking about it and now we went with a good company that and we got our apparel matt and i have been walking around with with some of the apparel and we're excited to launch wearing it. it proudly. Yeah, wearing it yep. proudly, and we're excited to launch to you guys, to the Padawans out there. Yeah, so head on over to wannabejedipodcast.com slash WJP merch, yep. and that will take you to our merch store, and, and you can go crazy for the merch. And Padawans, if you use code LAUNCH right now, you'll receive a 10% off your purchase through the end of February. So it's a perfect opportunity to get all of your Wannabe Jedi podcast merch right now. Yeah. We want to make sure that all the listeners out there who've been following since the get-go and want to support us in that way, they get a little discount back because we want to make sure that, you know, everyone can rock the WJP merch. Yeah. We have sweatshirts, we have t-shirts, and then we'll we'll have some additional mugs. Oh yeah, mugs. Our mugs. Mug, mugs for all your coffee needs. Yeah, all your coffee needs. I know. I know. Matt loves his coffee. I lived with him for... a little bit too a little <laughs> bit too much. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we have mugs, sweatshirts, t-shirts, and then we'll we're we're planning on releasing more designs as well as more options for apparel for all of you. So yeah, get excited. <laughs> Stay tuned. And speaking with support and supporting this podcast, we also are launching and have launched a Patreon. We have tiers starting at $3 a month, and that'll get you bonus episodes. I think right now we have it set to start with just one bonus episode a month, so you'll get some behind-the-scenes unfiltered commentary on Star Wars Universe as it is today. Mm-hmm. And, and as you know, I have some strong opinions. Josh has some strong <laughs> opinions. So it's, it, it'll be good. Uh, or a sing. Or a sing. <laughs> we should just have an entire episode for on Patreon just dedicated to the hatred of or a sing. Oh my god. I, so I'm rewatching Clown Wars, or Clown Wars as my girlfriend says it, with her, and we're watching in chronological order as I stated in the end of season two. And we got to the Aura Singh episodes, and actually, there is an anomaly within the timeline of the chronological order, at least the one that was posted on Reddit, 
and it has to do with Orsing. So I'll save it for that episode. <laughs> but well, I always use the official Star Wars chronological order. I don't. I don't dabble into the Reddit unless I'm trying to go for you know Wall Street bets. Clearly, that's yeah. the, that's the best option <laughs> to go to. <laughs> Apparently, I'll have to double check on on the Star Wars, the official Star Wars chronological with Clone Wars compared to yeah. the Reddit. Because then that and works. I, and I want to say right now, mm-hmm. I do not use Reddit for my investment advice. I. I I will not endorse that. I, I agree too. I, <laughs> it was I, more. I'm just trying to stay with the youths, with the times, you know. Yeah. I the mean, you, the youths, the youths. <laughs> Matt, you're more. Uh, I, I see you more investing than than I. <laughs> or than me. Yeah. But anyhow, so that's our that's our big announcements for uh, the start of season three. We're super excited to see where it goes. Yeah, maybe we'll. There's an additional. Maybe we'll do some Twitch streaming or whatever under the, the Wannabe Jedi podcast name and and uh, yeah. stream some Battlefront 2017 or maybe our maybe our 2005 games. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. We're also considering some live streams when it comes to this episode or like recording the podcast to get some people in the crowd that can see the behind the scenes of this. I think that'd be pretty fun too. Yeah, I think. I'm hyped. I'm ready. Let's do this already. <laughs> yes. And with that, our first character we're looking at is Luke Skywalker. Josh, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people would have thought we would have covered Luke by now. Yeah. We talked about it last season. We already like had him when we already figured out our list for season two as like the opening for season three. So, uh, yeah, I, I understand where everybody was speculating that we do it like earlier in season one or season two but i'm excited to talk about luke skywalker and cover his character my main man mark hamill (laughs) yeah your best friend right my best friend yeah (laughs) something i completely forgot to mention at the end of season two with our final episode was ahsoka tano was our 50th episode that's crazy yeah, Josh, we've we've recorded over fifty episodes of a podcast. You you know what? That means I've edited <laughs> a lot of podcast. I yes, <laughs> I'm I'm sure we could like just to make it known. Like let's say we average probably about forty minutes per episode. That's over two thousand minutes that you have edited of a podcast of our podcast. Yeah, I mean I'm. I, I love it. I feel like I should give you like a. Can we edit in like a round of applause for you for that? I feel like <laughs> we could. I feel like that's needed. We could. Some some cheers in the background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take what you just did and I'll put it in the background. <laughs> put them in at like completely random spots throughout the episode, just random cheering portions. Yeah. <laughs> now before we get into actual Luke Skywalker episode, we are bringing back Star Wars thought. And Josh, I, I have the thought here today. I've uh, I've been thinking about this. It's something I've thought about mm-hmm. since the end of Mando season two. Okay. And and I I've hinted at it before, but I want to discuss this further. Okay. What what are you what are you thinking? What is your Star Wars thought? I think Luke Skywalker, and and so I guess this does go into the Luke category. I think the Luke Skywalker showing up in season two of mando great scenes 
But I really think it was the wrong time. I think if he showed up even just the next season, I think that would have been better than what it was. For me, mm-hmm. at least. Because for me, it, it just took away from the moment with Grogu and Mando. And and granted, you still get that, that feels as, you know, they say goodbye and then Mando kind of sheds a tear but i i had to rewatch that to see that mando shed a tear yeah because i was just so shocked that luke was back so for me i really and i don't think anyone else is talking about this Mm -hmm. so i think that this makes it a a good star wars thought so josh what's your thoughts on this i i know that you are completely pro luke being in there you've you've oh yeah called it from a very (laughs) long time ago i was the first i was the first I, I, and, we, and I don't think I'll ever forget the fact that you were the first. I don't, I don't know for a fact if you were the first, but we'll call you the first. Yeah, one. I mean, so, I was call, calling that Luke would come back even before, I think it was like maybe, maybe I was saying like the first episode. I was like just saying Luke got to come back. I don't know. But I, I know in the middle of our season with even non-Mando specials, I was like, yeah, Luke's coming back. <laughs> Yeah, you were, you were hyping it up for a long time. So mm-hmm. now that you, I, I, I mean, we're months apart from the finale. Yeah. Now that we've had time to digest it, look it over again. When I say that, how do you feel? Do you, do you still feel it was great and that it was the right time? Like, do you have no issues with that? And, and if so, why? Overall, I think the pacing of the season, it was great at first i mean we can blame covid of course we can blame covid with all the filming and and everything they've done but i'm i'm pro luke coming back and if it was next season i'd be happy if it was if it was at the end of the season i'm of season two which just occurred then yeah i'm still happy but i think in a different way he could have been approached if if it was in season three and maybe it would have been better than what they did because in some aspects, again, I love it, but in some aspects, it, it felt like it was pushed that, you know, either Luke or one other character is going to come back, and it just didn't feel like it was leading up to that. It was, like, all over the place. I don't know. It's just, I might not be clear on, like, what I mean, but as we talked about with Nate, and again, we had Nate on our, on our specials, and we were just talking about how like the last episode before the the season finale didn't like go along with the pacing and they should have led up to it i could have i could be just rambling about you know how different shows do different stuff and that's what i'm used to and this might just be the new way that they wanted to do it and but i'm overall matt to answer your question i am happy they brought in luke in this instance it did resemble his father, you know, the this hallway scene from compared to, to Rogue One. And it showed the true nature of Luke. Again, I've mentioned Battlefront 2, how they have Luke in the story mode, which is canon, and they don't do Luke justice. He's fighting a bunch of, of bugs. He's, he's finding the compass to what inevitably is to used to find... Palpatine and in, in the Rise of Skywalker, but overall, I I like it. I just thought I always think there could be a possibility that they could have done it better if they pushed it back to season three. So that's that's my answer, Matt. Okay, that's fair. And and Josh, you started hinting towards the sequel trilogy 
a little bit. And yeah. so I want, as we transition towards talking about Luke in, in order, I want to make it absolutely clear for all the Padawans out there. We're not here to tell you that your opinion on Luke is invalid or anything. We're, we're going to state our opinions, mm-hmm. and it is completely okay to disagree with us. We're going to have disagreements. Josh, I already know we're about <laughs> to argue about episode eight. Yes. I'm, I'm ready for it. I, I brought notes for this. I, I'm ready for it. <laughs> okay. Let's, uh, we'll get it. But it's okay. Yes, it's okay. I and, mean... and I will fight you on this matter. But at the end of the day, that is your opinion. I respect it. Yeah. I still love you. I still you're love you, You're still my too. brother. <laughs> uh, you're, you're still my brother. And Star Wars and, lover. <laughs> yeah, and Star Wars lover. Even though you want to be Mark Hamill's best friend and not mine, it's okay. I, we'll, I, we'll I will it. always be your friend, Matt. <laughs> always be your best friend. Oh, oh, you said friend, not best friend. All right. Okay. All right. I will always be your best friend. <laughs> that is what I meant. So I, but no. I wanted that disclaimer out there for all the Padawans. I think towards the end of season two, we kind of started to falter away from being as positive as possible, and I wanted to bring that back. Yeah. I want to make sure that it's very clear that that's our focus. And I, I, Matt, I remember like a month or so ago, you were witnessing a lot was happening that was like negative to the Star Wars universe, and you wanted to stay positive. So that is, again, what we're, we're going to try to do. And, of course, we have our own opinions. Unless and... we're talking Aura Singh. Oh, yeah, then, of course. Then, Aura Singh, yeah. You know what? <laughs> you know what? Her concept... It's a good idea. They just didn't execute it right, especially in the Clone Wars. <sighs> oh my god. Let gosh. me just cut off her antenna with my lightsaber. <laughs> just remember, she was almost named Babe Fett. Just remember that. Again. Just remember that. I still want to write my uh, Star Wars fan fiction. Your fanfic. Yeah. Or a sing in Darth Maul. I, th- I think that would be oh. 100% a better story than anything in the Clone Wars with Orisi. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. I still want to know how right. Beckett killed Orisi. Okay, we're, we're saving this. We'll save this for the additional yes. Patreon well, episode. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep teasing it a little bit more. Now, without further ado, I guess we can do release order of seeing Luke. Yes. We see Luke in episode four, A New Hope. Episode five, Empire Strikes Back. Episode six, Return of the Jedi. Then we see him again in episode three revenge of the sith as a baby mm-hmm. he appears by mention in the clone wars which we'll get into and then he is in the sequels we never see him in uh, in terms of tv and movies yeah he there's countless books out there in between like episode four and episode five or episode five and six or in between episode six and seven or whatever so yeah, there's, yep. there's different media out there that has him. And there is almost a million comic books with him out there. He's oh, in yeah. the... Um, I guess he does technically make an appearance in Twin Suns. I, I stand corrected. He was in Rebels. He was in the Twin Suns. Yes. Episode. I mean, he's in Galaxy Adventures. He's also in the Star Wars Marvel comic book, literally called Star Wars. He appears in there. That was came out in 2016. Mm-hmm. So there is... There is a lot to cover yes a lot to cover so we're gonna do our best to get through it all and you know if at the end we realize that we need to make it into a part two we'll do that yeah matt do you know what luke's original name was when they were when george lucas and and everybody was trying to figure out the story of star wars 
Yes, I do know the answer to that, uh, and that is that it's Luke Starkiller. And as we know, George Lucas is famous for bringing back characters, planets, or, or names that he didn't quite use, mm-hmm. and then brings brings them back later on. Yes. And, and Starkiller is no different. Obviously, we know that there's Starkiller base, and there is also Starkiller, who is Galen Merrick. Yes, and from is voiced and played by Sam Witwer. Who also plays Darth Maul. Or voices Darth Maul, I should say. Uh, Sam Witwer is like everywhere within the Star Wars universe. Oh you my can gosh. just search it, it and, you, and you'll find it. <laughs> you you look up like different podcasts, different just fan media out there. And Sam Witwer is like one of the top, like for people that have been in Star Wars, he is like one of the top knowledgeable people in Star Wars. Like he just knows it off the top of his head. Sam Witwer voiced uh, Scar- Starkiller, and, and as we know, George Lucas is very famous for bringing back names that he's he's used or used in previous scripts, then thrown out, and that brings back later on. So now going in chronological order of Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Um, as we know, he is born on Polis Massa, and it is two days after Empire Day. So Ezra is older than Luke by two days. And that is 19 BBY, obviously. And before that, before his birth, when Yoda is with the mm-hmm. Force priestesses, they prophesize about another Skywalker, and it talks about the destiny of Luke and Leia. So there is mention of Luke in Clone Wars, but mm-hmm. we don't actually see much of it. And then we get the first few years on the Skywalker homestead and the Lars Moisture Farm. And, and the big things to cover is that Luke, by the age of three, was big into model spaceships. Big shock. We see that in episode four, where he's flying around on his spaceship hoping to get out. There was also a time when there was Gamorreans that were trying to raid the homestead, and Kenobi came to help, which I thought was very interesting. Because I thought, like, Luke's interactions with Obi-Wan were very limited. But it seems like Obi-Wan was a little bit more involved than Luke realized. And maybe Obi-Wan managed to hide that it was him. So, like, Luke didn't necessarily know that Obi-Wan was helping him. Obi-Wan always had a part in, like, some adventures that Luke had when he was growing up. And he would be from a distance, but he would influence whatever happened to to Luke. He would try to do the best for whatever, so he could he can lead him on the towards, you know, of course being a Jedi one day. And that inevitably happened, even though it was probably unconventional. <laughs> yeah. So Then following up after that, we have Luke taking on Jabba's thugs. Again, with Obi-Wan being in the background who... who through the force on like sense that Luke was in trouble and was able to hide his identity. And so Luke, Luke basically during 11 BBY, there was a great drought on Tatooine, which I think is just funny to me. There's a great (laughs) drought on Tatooine. It's a freaking desert. Like I feel like there's always a drought, but apparently there was one worse than anything that they've seen. And Jabba basically started a water tax 
in order to feed his or for his like gangsters to have water and to keep his you know his palace working great in tip-top shape for all of his employees Mm -hmm. basically luke got knocked out and kenobi rescued and carried luke back to the homestead so again kenobi hiding his identity enough which I think is interesting to see how... I, I think it really tells you who or how Obi-Wan was involved with Luke in the, in the early days. I'm curious to mm-hmm. see if we get to see this on the big screen with the Kenobi series. If we get to see young Luke and Obi-Wan kind of helping him out in certain instances. There is no doubt that I think we will see some sort of Luke in the Kenobi series. I I don't see how they couldn't put it in to the Kenobi series because that's like Obi-Wan's primary goal is to protecting Luke Skywalker. Yeah. And we could see him at a young age, maybe a toddler or a child, but I don't think... It's going to be interesting because is, is Luke going to use the Force? Is he not? I don't I don't think he's going to use the Force at all. I Unless... He somehow doesn't miraculously remember it, but I, I think that that's a little bit of a cop-out to be like, he used the Force and now he passed out like Baby Yoda. I think that's a little bit of a cop-out. Yeah. So I hope, we, I hope we see unathletic, like just stumbling around <laughs> cocky Luke or something, like eight-year-old Luke. You know who Actually, I really want to see in the Kenobi series if they show Luke? Hmm. Biggs Darklighter. I think you might, but you have to remember, Biggs and him are around the same age. Yeah. So there's not like too much that you can get involved with. I just want to see a cameo with Biggs. Because <laughs> he didn't That'd get be... any any development, in, at least in A New Hope. Well, he did, but the entire Tashi station uh, like, was scene, scene was got taken cut. out. Yeah. 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 So now moving ahead to actually episode four. Obviously, we know that he, you know, it opens. We see Luke as just helping out his uncle and aunt on the farm still being rebellious wanting to adventure he actually is talking about going into the imperial academy Mm -hmm. and not into the rebel alliance just to get off the planet and it's very interesting that he like when he talks about it he doesn't actually want to join the empire because he thinks he's they're good he literally just wants a way off Tatooine. he doesn't want to be with his uncle or aunt no Especially an uncle who is, I think the uncle is doing what he he needs to do to survive, but at the same time... Uncle Owen is underappreciated, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think Uncle Owen has to do what he needs to do, and... I think Uncle Owen understood his responsibility, and that was to keep the child secret until he was ready. And I think Uncle Owen didn't recognize that he was ready yet. Mm Mm-hmm. And maybe Luke was forced to be ready. He was 19 when Obi-Wan finally, or Ben Kenobi came out and saw him and took him to be trained. I imagine that Obi-Wan recognized, especially with his encounter with Ezra, which was, what, six years prior to A New Hope? I think Obi-Wan recognized that the dangers of Inquisitors and maul and just outside threats means that he can't safely train luke yet because Mm -hmm. of how he already knows that luke's gonna be very strong with the force because he is anakin's offspring 
Mm-hmm. So you have this balance that you need to do where I can't train Luke yet. The force power might be so strong that the dark side can sense this growing force and go out and seek him. Because mm-hmm. up until that point, Darth Vader presumed that Padme, Luke, and Leia all died. Well, he didn't know that they were twins, but... Yeah. So I, I, I just... I, I feel... I, I have a very strong feeling that it's incredibly intentional to not train Luke and to not let Luke exercise his force powers or, or anything. And I think that's a large part with L- Lars's suppression of that. And yeah. so I think that he deserves way more credit than he actually gets. That's true. That's fair. In my opinion. And it's like Obi-Wan just shows up at their, their doorstep and up at the end of episode three hey saying here's a child to <laughs> raise it like yeah that do I you guess... do you think that obi-wan opened with hello there <laughs> to the larses Let, let's be real we all know he did <laughs> he just is holding a baby hello there uh i need you to watch this this kid yeah 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 what if like for o- context yeah you know that anakin kid yeah you know yeah your, your, your brother, your stepbrother? Yeah. He kind of slaughtered a bunch of kids. So, and, and turned dark. And is now, you know that, like, the Empire that's now been taking over the world? Yeah. He's kind of one of the leaders of that. So, can you just, like, keep it on the down low that you have this kid of his? Yeah, this is his kid, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can just imagine this awkward exchange of having to explain this whole thing. <laughs> Oh, we love a good Obi Wan, awkward Obi Wan. He's got. Can he, can that actually be the opening <laughs> to the Obi Wan miniseries? <laughs> you know, Obi Wan always had a way with his words, so you know. Yeah. Basically, his dad has very violent tendencies, so we're gonna try to avoid that. <laughs> <laughs> That's rough. That's rough. That is that is big sad. That is big but, sad. Yeah, I can just imagine Obi-Wan. Just, it has to open with Hello there. No matter what, I, and, and I know this is going to go a little bit into the Obi-Wan series. No matter what happens with the opening, which I actually do hope that Obi-Wan, it, it flashes back to that ending in episode three of delivering the child, delivering Luke to the Larses. Yeah. I hope we see that. And I really do hope that Hello there is the first words out of obi-wan and uh you and mcgregor's mouth for the really memes <laughs> not for even the for Republic, the memes for the memes. It, it, it's just it's for democracy he believes in democracy, democracy. Yes. yeah <laughs> democracy going off of that we do see that when luke meets the droids he obviously heads to heads out to search after r2 and connects with Obi-Wan Kenobi, old Ben at the time. And he discovers that, unfortunately, the Larses met their demise to the Empire. And he has a newfound vigor to fight the Empire, get off the planet, be part of something bigger. And that starts him on his hero's journey. Yes. He goes to the Death Star, rescues the princess. Well, that's one of my, that's one of my favorite things that I want to talk about. Because in Episode 4, and as an, the expert as Episode 4... I uh, mean, yes, in the room. yes, Matt, you've watched it over probably 500 times. <laughs> I love the transition that you see Luke take. Yeah. He's a whiny teen 
until the Death Star hits, until he gets to the Death Star. And there's just this added stress of we're behind enemy lines. We need to escape. And and he takes charge and he Mm -hmm. stops being that kid and, and is like, now's the time to act. And I love the character development from that. You can really see how he develops from being that whiny teen that just wants off. He gets, I mean, he obviously now has a newfound cause. He's off his home world and he just needed to grow up fast. And, and we watched him do that. It, it's a great hero's journey. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why I love episode four so much is that we really do get to see a great development of Luke. So, you know, at the end, after Ben Kenobi sacrifices himself into the Force. My and... favorite, also going off of that real fast. Yeah. yeah. That is my favorite score in all of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. It is post Ben Kenobi sacrifice and mm-hmm. escape from the Death Star. It is a really good one. My favorite by far. Continue. Sorry. So the question I have is, since Luke was upset that Ben Kenobi died, who was more, I don't know, strong? Because, I mean, I, you know what? Maybe maybe this is not even a question. It's like just a statement saying that Luke was sad that Ben Kenobi died. But remember, Leia just witnessed her whole planet, her home planet of Alderaan explode. There's... There's some really great memes of... And I know uh, Robot, Robot Chicken did Luke. one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're upset because this person you barely knew just ran or just sacrificed himself? <laughs> Think about my home world that just blew up 30 minutes ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even her whole planet. It was her parents, her, her adoptive yeah, parents, Balorgana yeah, yeah. and, and his wife. And I don't know. I just, gotta, oh I just had to say that. <laughs> uh, a hilarious, hilarious. Even with that, you still see Luke, where he might have given up at that point, based off of like what we saw early on in episode four. He continued to develop. You know, he hit a snag, like a roadblock, where a lot of people maybe wouldn't keep progressing, and he worked through it. Same can be said for Leia with Alderaan. If I had to think about it, Luke had a watch. I mean, they both had a watch, but in a way, Luke was up close and personal. So I feel like the death of Obi-Wan being so up close and personal mm-hmm. makes it got him to, into gear. Yeah. Makes it, makes his like, and make my blood boil. And I think that that's really what kind of fueled. I like when we, when Han says we're not out of this yet, kid, I think he channeled his feelings to Obi-Wan's cause to destroy this thing. I need to put my everything into that. And I think that that's great. Same with Leia. I mean, Leia was in it from the beginning, though, so she doesn't have mm-hmm. as much of that character development. But in terms yeah. of Luke with his character development, I think that we see that continued growth. Yeah. And obviously we know, because I think everyone's seen the trench run. We see Luke, one shot in a million. Mm-hmm. Or great shot, kid. That was one in a million. Chills every time. <laughs> I don't know about you. Chills every time for me. Yeah. And, and obviously, they escape the Empire. The clutches of the Empire. Yep. And that leads us to Empire Strikes Back. True. Wait, before before Empire, just a little note oh, yes. about, Sorry. about yes, Vader. So Vader, since you know he's the one who survived and Tarkin and everybody inside the Death Star blew up, he was researching. He, he knew that the person who blew up, he didn't know it was his son, but... 
after episode four, Darth Vader was doing research. He was he was finding the name. Like there was whispers, you know, Luke Skywalker. So he he kind of put it together that it was his son, and that he's strong with the Force and and so on and so forth. But that's that's what set the Emperor and Darth Vader to pursue Luke Skywalker in episode five. And now that I talk about episode five, let's transition into it. Yes. Walkers. <laughs> Snow. <laughs> Josh, if you look outside, it feels like Hoth out right now. <laughs> it does. It's, so, it's like seven degrees. No, 16 degrees here. Oh. But it, you're, you have snow. We don't have snow down here. Yeah, it's snowing currently. It is a real feel of, I think, like negative five degrees Fahrenheit currently. Yeah, yeah, that's um, crazy. Yeah, it's great. It's great. So we're living in Hoth right now. Mm-hmm. And that's where we see Luke out exploring after a probe joint and he fights the wampa yeah. uh, and josh uh, yeah <laughs> i think we're thinking the same thing about the uh wampa hunt hunts on uh yeah 2005 <laughs> battlefront oh yeah that's that's the, the best and i also robot chicken has their own like luke and wampa scene where luke cuts off the arm of of the wampa and <laughs> the wampa's in like he's there at like in a, a gas station in the galaxy and luke's filling up his x-wing the, the womp is like trying to like take out his card with his mouth because he only has one arm and it's like that drive-by and luke's just like looking just at this, the like, moment yeah. <laughs> yeah and that that one gets me every time yeah but yeah yeah that's great a little note also in that scene is that mark hamill had an accident and that's why they had actually george lucas wrote that in is he the wampa scratching and like kind of alterating his face because that's what happened to mark hamill during his his accident yeah he got into a car accident i believe right yeah i think so yeah so obviously we see a very new force ability which we hadn't seen prior yeah force pull force pull yeah yeah and they explain it in the comics on how he learns it it's really interesting i believe he learned it on narshada which is like a, it's like a Tatooine Coruscant, basically. So you have, it's, it's from the Old Republic. It's basically where a bunch of bounty hunters and gangsters live. And it's equivalent to Coruscant, but it's meant basically entirely for that. And I believe that that's how he learned as a thief, like, was attacking him. He used force pull. And that's how he learned it because he was in a desperate measure. So he was able to force pull it. Yeah. Very interesting storyline, but we see it in our eyes for the first time in Hoth, and he's able to defeat the Wampa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. I think I it's a great it scene, and I like how you know Han puts him in the ta- uh, the Tanta. <laughs> yeah, for the warmth. I mean, it might smell bad, but Luke was knocked out, so did it really matter to no. Luke? At least, no, 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 not at all. Yeah. And that's where Han Solo is the first non-Force user to touch a lightsaber. Yes, you are correct. Mm-hmm. They do cover that. I, I like it. Uh, it's one of my favorite scenes. You really see how they've developed as friends since since, uh, since Yavin. Yeah. And then we can get into Battle of Hoth, where yes. Luke is rescued. He's in the back to tank. Uh, we'll skip a scene within uh i don't think we need to go scene for scene i think we could just highlight like the best parts 
Matt, do you, do that... you know what the scene I'm thinking of? Oh, the uh, the Leia and Lucas. Yeah, the Leia and Lucas. George Lucas had a plan. Clearly, he yes. he knew that from the get go that they were siblings. Clearly, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so. He was in a snowspeeder with Dak, and then Rip Dak. Yeah, Rip Dak. Dak got shot, and yeah. Uh, and I I really like in the Battle of Hoth when he has the uh, the zip not the zip line but the uh, the zip gun, and he's able to throw a, a thermal detonator or a time bomb into the. Uh, AT-AT. I'm pretty sure it was a thermal detonator. Was it thermal? Uh, detonator? Actually, I'm I'm 100 percent positive it was a thermal detonator. Yeah, and then. Luke was also able to escape on his X-wing with R two, and instead of following the fleet, he goes searches searching for Yoda. Mm-hmm. Now, eight year old for me, as as soon as eight year old me saw Luke escape, he would take out the VCR tape of Episode five and put in Episode six. Yeah. There's just so much dialogue in episode five that that eight year old me was like, I don't want to listen to this. I just want lightsabers. And That's fair. Starships. Fair. <laughs> you know? I, I I actually agree. Now thinking about it, I think that I did. I didn't do the exact same thing. I would watch it, but it would be like, not until you get to Cloud City, there wouldn't be like action because you you know Yoda. He'd be training with Yoda. There'd be the going into the cave and fighting himself. I'm putting yeah. in air quotes. And well, that's and, and that's something I want to cover is how impactful that scene is. Because yeah. that is his f- first pull to the dark. Mm-hmm. Like, true pull to the dark. Because uh, he's angry with Vader, killed Obi-Wan, destroyed everything, leader of the Empire. And killed his father, uses, killed which his, he believed. Well, yeah, technically, he did kill his, his father. <laughs> yeah. Killed his father in rage... It's a creepy scene too, as like a kid when you think about it. In rage, yeah, defeats Vader's the phaser Vader vision. The helmet gets blown up, and you see Luke's face. Yeah, and he recognizes that it's such a powerful scene in that you see that if Luke follows that path of darkness, leads with rage, he'll turn into Vader, basically. Yeah, I think it's an underrated scene. And then we lead up to Cloud City where the there's so many great moments but i think the best one is leia saying it's a trap and then luke being like i'm still going and goes to the trap (laughs) yeah he wanted to save his friends and fight vader and try to save han but han was already in carbonite And, and fell for it perfectly but we get to see the fight between Luke and Vader. We see that Vader still completely outclasses Luke, cuts yeah. off his arm, yeah, and says the very famous line, "No, I am your father." That was that was pretty good. Oh, was, thank you. I like thank that. You. Have you been I... working on your uh, Vader impression between <laughs> season two and season three? Uh, yeah. I mean, I always try my Palpatine because, like, <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, no, I've, I've been I've been trying to work on. One of our friends. <laughs> Keeping up with the latest Vader trends, you know? Yeah. I mean, I was playing as him in Heroes vs. Villains on, on Battlefront today, so... You're just warming up for the scene, you know? Yeah, ex- exactly. And apology accepted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the one and... Vader scene where he's he's deflecting Han's laser blasts with uh, his hand. His hand? Yeah. 
That's a good one. Amazing. Amazing. I think there's another robot chicken or meme out there where he's like all upset. He's all upset. He's like, I just wanted to have a nice dinner and... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) And then Boba Fett and uh, Han are going at it. Yep. Fantastic. One thing I do want to note about the the no, I am your father scene is actually, uh, if you had the original VHS tape, the language that, that Vader said is you know like the mandela effect or whatever you know everybody says luke i am your father but in in the original at least to my recollection i always remember like yeah luke he he does say luke in in that sentence and people say in the original he actually does say luke i am your father there's some kind of additional word in there but since with all the you know the new digital edits and everything it's it is canonically no, I am your father. <laughs> it is like one of the most misquoted lines in the world. Yes. Everyone says, Luke, I am your father. The actual quote is, no, I am your father. Yeah. And in- I th- mm-hmm. they, they've altered it a few times. I, I don't know what version you have, but I always grew up on, no, I am your father. Yeah. And that's how I try to frame it. Although I think I fall into that trap too. Yeah. I think I, I actually did on this podcast uh, right now, to be honest. <laughs> well, no, you, it's... You it's, quoted it. Sorry, you're right. You quoted yeah. it. But I might have... So, yeah. But... It's, no, jo- I am your father. But again, there was like an original format version or whatever that said Luke instead of no. Yeah. But now it's all... Everybody, it's, it is... No, I am your father. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Please, please refer to it properly if you yes. can. Yes. Or be like me and mess up anyway. Josh, looking at the time, yeah, we're only through episode five. Yeah. So I think we're going to take a break here. Yeah. And we are going to continue with part two of Luke with our next episode. Okay. Let's do it. I, I was hoping we would get to episode six since that's like my favorite, especially his lightsaber. Oh my gosh. I love his lightsaber again. Replica on my wall right now as you can view in the uh images section fan images section on our website and on on our instagram i just i can't wait to talk about it episode six and and the rest of the chronological order josh you're gonna have to you're gonna have to you know try your best to to refrain from this excitement hold it together (laughs) until next week until then make sure to go follow all of our social medias at wannabe jedi cast on twitter at wannabe jedi podcast on facebook instagram and tiktok make sure to go check out our new merch wannabe jedi podcast.com slash wjp merch and go find us on patreon we have a patreon tab on our website so go check it out there until then we're so excited to be back season three is a go and we'll continue with luke skywalker part two with next week take care everyone stay safe may the force be with you all (laughs) 